Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations. So great that you can join us. My name's Coven, and every week I'll be bringing you different conversations I've had with kids. They're all seven to 11 years old, and the questions I ask them are specifically designed to get them talking, thinking, and feeling, developing the softer skills that they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it would be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids succeed and thrive. But what do I mean by soft skills exactly? Well, it's all the non-academic stuff that kids don't tend to get that much practice in at school, and yet as adults, we're having to use all the time. You know what I mean, things like being creative, communicating well, being a critical thinker, having resilience, etc., etc., etc. Now, I found that a simple but effective way of developing this at home with kids already is through regular five to 10 minute conversations. I'll give you some examples. Let's say on communication, we could ask our kids to describe a car to an alien, which is a test of conciseness. Or on creativity, asking what are 10 things to do with a cup, which encourages them to think in divergent ways. Or how about on critical thinking, having them estimate the number of iPads in the world to help them think in a structured way or on resilience, asking them why it's good to fail sometimes and discussing the value of feedback. Now, these are just some examples, but in this podcast, Kid Coach Conversations, you'll hear me discuss all sorts of questions like this with lots of different children. And hopefully it will give you some ideas of inspiration for discussions that you can have at home with your own kids. If you want full access to all the questions and prompts that I use, then just download our app from www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app, so you can do all this great stuff at home yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. This week I talked to Millie. She's seven years old and lives in the UK. Her favorite color is yellow and her favorite food is candy kittens. We're going to build the feeling skill of empathy. We're all emotional creatures subject to changes in mood and thoughts. Being in touch with this has never been more important than today. Businesses are now placing a huge emphasis on mental health, well-being, and de-stressing. And with children, we can lay the foundations of this by helping them be aware of their feelings and highlighting their role and importance in life. So let's listen in on our chat. Okay, Millie, so I've got a question here for you on empathy. And the question is, what advice would you give to a friend who's feeling nervous before a party? What advice would you give to a friend who's feeling nervous before a party? Well, I would say um, that parties are meant to be fun and 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 parties are to celebrate um are to celebrate things like people's birthday or maybe we'd have a party um the um every year to show you the day every year when you were married and you might have a party if um if like um you achieved something really good mm -hmm. to so it. 
those are why there might be parties. Yeah, if you're celebrating an achievement, if it's your birthday, um, lots of different reasons to have a party. And probably your friend understands this, right? They're like, no, I, I get why you need to have a party. It's just, I'm really nervous to go. I don't want to go. What, what would you say? Well, I would say to them that um, before I that before I went to my first party, I I was really I was a bit nervous. But then when I got there, it was fun. Mhm. Yeah, I like um, that. You're using an example from your past, right? You're empathizing. You're you're relating. You, that person. Do you, do you know what empathy means, by the way, Millie? That word, empathy. Uh, no. So empathy is when you put yourself in another person's shoes. It's when you take their perspective and you think, hmm, I wonder how they're feeling. Right. So with this, with this friend who's nervous about going to a party, um, you're empathising with that friend, right? You're saying to them. You know what, I, I, I used to feel nervous as well once upon a time when I went to a party, but then this is what I did. So it's really, really good um, empathy. So, so keep going. So um, you'd say that I, I, I used to feel like this as well, and then, and then what would you say? And then I would say that... Um, that... Uh, then I would say that uh, that uh, when I the first time I went to a party, um, um, they they did lots and lots and lots of party games, and it was really fun. Mhm. Mm And I'd also say that the first time I went to a party, um, I didn't. I was a bit nervous to try the cake because I didn't know how it would taste and uh, and what was inside it. But when but when I tried it, it tasted really good. Mhm. Mm yeah. So um, there might be some nice, pleasant surprises waiting for your friend there. Like the cake. So, what about other people? Like, do, do do you think other people at this party would be nervous as well? Yeah, and I'd say that um, when my friend went to her first, when I went to my first party, um, the people that were that went to their first party were also nervous. Right, so it's not an unusual thing. It's quite common for people to be a bit nervous before going to their first party, huh? Yeah. Why is that, by the way, Millie? Why, why do you think some people are nervous going to a party? Because they don't, because um, if they were going to their first party, they don't know how it will be like, and they might think that, like, it's going to be a really boring thing that they won't like. Mm -hmm. 
What if it's not their first party? Do, do you think some people continue to be nervous going to their party, going to a party, even if it's their 10th party? Well, yes, I think people could still be nervous. Yeah, why, why might that be? Maybe it's because um, they, they hadn't settled into um hadn't settled into the party to parties and they and uh, and uh, they um and they needed to to uh, more time to settle into mm. their part to the parties yeah settling in that's a good phrase um what do we mean by that, by the way? When, what does it mean to be settled at a party? Um, it, uh, I think it means um, that um, you need um, to, to, um, to, to be, um, to be, um, um, to be comfy and happy at a party. Yeah, comfy and happy. And um, so here's a question. So say you're at a party and you're feeling quite settled yourself, but then you saw somebody else who's a bit nervous and, and unsettled. Uh, what could you do or, or say to help them? Well, I could say that um, if I was there, that that for the first few days, for the first few parties I went, I felt nervous, and I'd say that it's normal to feel nervous the, the first few times you're going to a party. Right. So you'd give them that um, empathy again of. I used to be nervous. Um, so you could do that. Um, let, I don't know. Let's just say that wasn't working, right? Can we think of another approach? What else could we do to, to settle this person better? Well, I would say, um, do you want to come and play in the party games? Hey, that's brilliant, Millie. So you would include that person. Um, in the games that you're playing and, and maybe you'd help that person make some friends to feel a bit more settled. And, and I would, and if, and if the cake was ready and if it was time for cake, um, I would, I would ask them if they wanted to come to eat the cake and I would say to them that cake is, that cake is really, that eating, and I'd say that um, before we eat, we eat cake, we sing, we, if, we sing happy birthday to um, the person whose birthday it is. Yeah, great. So you'd invite them to, to come and have cake and, um, and encourage, encourage them to sing a song as well. Um, that's really nice of you, Millie. Um, I can see that's a very natural thing for you to do, which is, which is great that you would naturally 
comfort somebody and and settle them in more if if they were nervous um so good stuff really really well done really good display of, of empathy um keep it up good stuff So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.